The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. This is uh, the next in a series of episodes we're about to have for you. We're recorded uh, live at uh, Club 50 West in Salt Lake City on the last day of Salt Lake Comic Con 2016. And this is our uh, second show that we did that night that you're about to hear. It's the one with uh, Lee George Cade's live live action role-playing game. <laughs> we had a great time. We're glad you all had a great time as well. And i uh, tell you what, if you weren't there, shame on you. But hopefully we'll be doing it again very soon, and you can try to make it. You know, fly in from the East Coast or something. That would be nice. Uh, I want to thank all of our uh, sponsors who helped pay for this party. Uh, first of all, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, of course. They offer a comprehensive hold, or as some on the East Coast call it, a pull uh, service. <laughs> it's free, and with that you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20, and the preview for free. It's totally worth it. You never miss an issue or an item. We're open seven days a week at 2043 East, 3300 South. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Go see them. Also, our friends at Cabin Fever. Go see Dave at Cabin Fever. He's been serving the meek, the geek, and yes, even the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Also, our friends at Bow, Broadview Entertainment Arts University. When it comes to getting a job, who you know matters just as much as what you know. It's especially true in the competitive creative industries. Start making these connections by visiting their Salt Lake campus or schedule your tour today. Visit beau.broadviewuniversity.edu. Also, our friend Chef Daniel Cantu, home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are just too damn busy. Uh, menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you want. It's $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Uh, go to his website, Cantu's Catering. That's C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information. Or you can give him a call and tell him Geek Show says, hey, 801-359-6035. All right. Now, if you weren't at this uh, Live 50 West show, uh, it means you weren't able to get some of our stuff, some of our merch. But you can do that just right there at geekshowpodcast.com. Click on the merch button. We got the T-shirts in. We got the flasks in, the shot glasses. Uh, the summer hoodie is going away soon, I understand. Sunglasses are here. Very nice. And, of course, we can keep you up to date. If you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, Snapchat, just search for uh, one word, Geek Show, in all of those. At Geek, it's uh, Instagram, it's Geek Show Podcast. Or text the word Geek Show, one word, to 33986 to get uh, gentle reminders of when shows are happening and available. All right, let's go now live on stage to the club at 50 West for the last night of Comic-Con and our last show. Then we'll take a break and have some broken news coming up, and then more of the live show on this week's episode of Geek Show Podcast. Please to enjoy. Yay! That is the cross-dressing. Oh, boy, you ain't from around here. Get it straight, people, because you're, you're embarrassing yourselves. Yeah, who cares? This has been released down under. By the hoary hosts of Hoggin. Oh, Eeyore. I hope this goes where I want it. Hobbit news, anyone? What if we put it on the brim of his hat? It does not hold up. You're not looking at them, you forget about them. Your drawing was hardly original, sir. I actually liked it, and I laughed. So let's get the uh, thing underway here. Geekshowpodcast.com so ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce y'all to my family. Please play the music. 
Yes, 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 yes. Bounce, 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 bounce. Yes, yes. This side, yo, when I say geek, y'all say show. Geek, geek. When I say geek, y'all say show. Geek, geek. Yo, what up, what up, you knocking with the geeks, yo What up, you know you're rocking with the geeks, yeah What up, what up, you're rocking with the geeks, yeah What up, you know you're rocking with the geeks We the best to ever do it, best past, present, and future Don't know us, let me introduce ya Wake up, yo, here we go, uh One, two, and yo, yeah, here we go, yo Yo, here's your endearment quantity Yo, this real ginger hair grows naturally Yes, yes, yes Yo, we got the two. Yo, get around the room, cause it comes Mr. B. Drunk and lucky 13, cause that's how we be. No for truck a hat. Yo, a man, flash shirts. When it comes to Utah, he's the best of the words, yo. Yo, next up is Lee George K. He's the D&D gamer, yo, that we don't play. Yo, he's coloring with the feet. Raider Chris. Yo, this hot, that is it. Yo, this hot, to this. Yeah. Oh, shit, movie mouth off. My man, Jimmy Martin in the house, y'all. Influence the 10 shots to ruin you. Don't know what he doing, 10 shots will ruin ya Yo, my name is Jay Whitaker Hot shit, that's the shit I'm giving ya Cool temperature, that's what I'm talking to ya Limeritas with Serena's Fool Whitaker Yes, that's what I'm talking about Yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about Yeah, yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about Yeah, yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about I don't mean to brag, I don't mean to boast But I got to introduce y'all to our host You're the Admiral Apple Yo, his name's Kerry Jackson Yo, 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 it's time for some action Oh, 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 yeah Get it up, get it up La, 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 la Jay Whitaker. You know what amazes me about Jay right now? Normally when somebody flies to Utah from sea level, they can't fucking move the next day. And this guy's been like the energizer rabbit of crazy for two days. Hi, Comic-Con. <laughs> That's what? my favorite thing to say. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Somebody just threw a lime at me. <laughs> hey, Mitch, buy me a beer right in the front. Come hey, on. Uh, what? I'm oh. sorry, I kind of fumbled the words. Like, I, that was shit was hard. No, I say, I say we do. Uh, we go into a recording studio and we do it proper. All right, All right. yeah, no, like, there's a total. See, the hardest part was I didn't expect y'all to applause for each member. <laughs> so that kind of fucked me up, like, lyrically. So, like, the part where I said, yo, um, like, all right, here's... Can I... Here's go ahead, it. yeah. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it acapella. Acapella. Yo. Are you going to read it rockapella? We, we the best to ever do it, past, present, and future. Don't know who we are. Let me introduce you. Our producer... RDD the quad T. That's real ginger. 
That's real ginger hair. He grows naturally. <laughs> he loves Green Lantern and he's down with the crew. Chug a whole Mountain Dew before you count it too. <laughs> but get a round of brew because here comes Mr. B. Drunk at Lucky 13 because that's how he be. Known for trucker hats, you and mad plaid shirts, but when it comes to Utah, he's the best of the worst. <laughs> Shit! But next up, yo, is my man, he's Lee George K. There ain't a D&D game, yo, that he don't play. He's cooking up at Frisch or on Geek Show Fit, but he's always in the dungeon coloring some dope-ass shit. <laughs> the so-cynic film critic, big movie mouth, y'all. My man Jimmy Martin is in the house, y'all. The influencer moving you, 10 shots will ruin you. Sometimes you get drunk, you just don't know what to do with them. That's, that's just the truth. That is the goddamn truth. I, I mean, it's like you dropped a reality bomb. Right? And then me, I'm, I'm not denying it. So. <laughs> and then me, I'm Black Samus, the reigning king. Yo, I reign supreme. Spit a hot 16, that a hot flame, your team. I stay hot, but I keep it at cool temperature. I drink limeritas with senoritas. Now, that's a full Whitaker. <laughs> And I don't mean to brag, but I don't mean to boast, but his name is Kerry Jackson, and that's our host. He's the Admiral Abbo, weekdays 6 to 10. Yo, Kerry, heard these cats, because we at it again. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show! One, there's not one lie in the entire rap. Right. <laughs> It's so like it's so messed up because that almost made me cry. I know, right? <laughs> I'm I'm a little I'm a little verklempt. Verklempt, yes. a little verklempt. You said chicken again. Everybody, know, let's right? do it. All right, you guys all you guys wait, all wait. sound like some just crazy ass lost boys. Wait, wait. I just want everybody to know, like, all right. You think it's hard for any military member? Try hard being mili- like a, being a military guy and be like, yeah, I'm writing a... S- what are you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm writing a song for my, four f- my, my five friends back home. <laughs> <laughs> it's about caring. You know, it's my five, my five friends. Yeah, I really miss them. My <laughs> other troop. It's, it's weird. It's about <laughs> how much I like them. I miss them. You know, these are my guys. I miss those guys, and I'm writing a song about them. Right. I, I write songs about my bros. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, in the second half of the show, we're going to play the uh, the role playing game that uh, Lee has made, and apparently we're, we're not like dwarves or anything. We're playing ourselves. Well, uh, one of you is a dwarf. I know. Is it me? It's you. I knew it. Tony's a dwarf. <laughs> but uh, before we get to that, again, thank you all for coming. You're you're just the best. I swear to God, we love you guys. Simply the best. And, and we were backstage talking about how long we've known each other. Which is so strange. Uh, well, uh, let me put it in perspective. Um, Shannon and I have known each other since Jay was two. <laughs> These are facts. Yuck. These are facts. Legit facts. That means it was. And he before. was still getting more action. Yeah. <laughs> My first word was Limerita. That's right. I know it's kind of creepy when you think too much about it, but. Her. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
It's fine. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, this this portion of the program, uh, I hope you had time to think about some questions that you would like to ask yeah. us. Oh, okay. Is that Q and A, ladies. I will answer any question you oh, have. I thought they were going to they were going to give us answers, and we came up with the questions. What I'd like you to do is to line up over here and step up on the stage. Step up to the mic like here. I did. Oh, look, it's Beth. I don't know special if in the shot. Let me let me move this here. Beth, what the hell? Like what? Look at you. You got the hat, the shirt. Are you shirt? looking at the hat? It's not a Shannon hat. That's Team J. That's Team J. That well, no, that's okay because I heard they sold out. Oh. oh. Yeah. Right. Shannon, Burn. calm down. It's okay. So that's first in line, go ahead and get it started. Okay. Um, so it seems applicable. But hey, shut the fuck up for a second. What he said. <laughs> um, so what was your first maybe bad experience with the alcohols. Tony, this won't apply to you. Sorry. Yeah. The Mountain Dews. Well, no, he has plenty of bad <laughs> Exactly. Uh, no, I'd no, say what, he's, had, he's had at least five. I can number his bad experiences. One, yeah. two, there was three, four, no, there five. was yesterday. No, one time, one time Tony used Seabreeze astringent, and it didn't go well for him. That's, <laughs> that stings. Stings. That's some good toner. Uh, who, wants, who wants to go first? Like, wait, bad time with what alcohol? Was the question? The bad t- I can start. If like, like your worst like, alcohol experience. My worst alcohol experience. Okay. Uh, it was not with you guys, believe it or not. I went camping, and I decided Shh. to mix up a whole pitcher of Cosmopolitans. Now, I didn't factor, Jay knows about this, factor in the altitude, right? Fuck. The altitude will fuck with you. So <laughs> we're sleeping in a tent, and, and I'm, I've never been so blind uh, in my life. I mean, I, I could not see. But I knew, I woke up in the middle of the night and I knew in all my heart, if I did not take a shit, I would die. <laughs> my brain was just telling me, if, if you do not take a shit, you will die. So, I, wow. I open my eyes, I can't see where I'm at. Wow. I'm, I, I am blind, seriously. You were full of shit. Exactly. It was going to kill me if I did not get it out. <laughs> now, I thought about this for a moment, and I realized, okay, you're in a tent. You're up in the mountains. Mountains. Where mountains. is the shitter? Outside. It's called the river. It's outside and about 20 yards away. At least I think that's what it was. <laughs> so I, I make my way out of the tent. And I stand there for a moment, and I start to kind of feel around, because I am literally blind. I've never <laughs> been blind drunk before. This was the first time. And I'm feeling around, and I find it, there's a car. There's an SUV there. <laughs> and I'm walking. I know it's that direction. And suddenly, there was a dog inside the car. And it starts barking at me. And so I back away, stumble, stumble. And I... I'm starting to see, and I can see down the road. And that shitter was not 20 feet away. It was more like a half a mile. It sure as fuck seemed that it was a half a mile. Oh, please tell me you shit on the dog. I walked. (laughs) I I literally walked with this kind of step. Because I was afraid I'd get lost in the woods. I had to stay on the, you know, on the fucking road or I was going to die. I made it to the shitter. 
and I love that. I love that. I love that people are applauding that you made it to the show. Believe me. Can I interject? Can I interject? Please. As you, as you're like when you really have to shit. Yeah. Right. As you get closer to the shitter. Yeah. The harder it is to keep your shit in your ass. You know, it's like you're right there, right? I've got. I call it assdar. I don't know why. What? Astar. I, I like how uncomfortable you just got right now. So, like, I sometimes I'm driving home. I'm like, ooh, I got a shit. So now and this is like, one of those. This is one of those national park shitters, you know. So it's it's the bricks and everything. So I made my way there. I positioned myself just right. <laughs> this is like the greatest story I've ever heard. I I bring the pants down. Well, thank God for that. I reach. And I make it. And I think to myself, oh, thank goodness, I'm not going to die. <laughs> but then after 10 minutes, <laughs> after 10 <laughs> minutes, nothing happened. <laughs> well, I, Carrie, Carrie I, I think that dog scared the shit out of you. <laughs> I think that's because it, it, like a ghost, it Actually, must have disappeared. Because that, I think it scared the shit into him. And, because And here's what happened. Because my brain had convinced myself that if I do not shit, I will die. And it was 10 minutes, or it felt like 10 minutes. I started crying. <laughs> yo, really? Yo, Carrie, like, on a real side note, Carrie don't what cry. What did you drink? Carrie does I not told cry. You, it, was, it was a picture of Cosmos that I had made. <laughs> a picture of Cosmos. And, and so, so anyway, like, right out here... Don't make a picture of cosmos ever. That. In the mountains. Yeah. Those mountain cosmos will fuck you up every time. Anyway, I made it back to the car, and uh, my wife <laughs> says, Where have you been? She <laughs> said, If I don't, I went, if I do not shit, I will die. <laughs> I, how long have I been gone? So you looked at Suzanne how, and said, yeah. I've been uh, trying to shit and yes. crying. I said, How long have I been gone? Because I swore it was an hour. Oh, about ten minutes. <laughs> I don't. And I refer to that night as the dreaded night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> None of us can top that yeah, story. Nobody, so next uh, nobody's been that question. shit story. So. Okay. I just gotta say, I wish your uh, best friends were as awesome as my best friends. <laughs> hey, like y'all. My, mine are. What, what, oh. Like y'all want an inside a... secret? Inside secret. Carrie don't normally sh- like. Share his shitting ability. I yeah. Don't. So I keep, what y'all witnessed was like. I keep it to myself. Like for reals. That was like. That was some big time. It's like shit. almost like bearing my testimony. Yeah. Uh, Amen. Introduce yourself to everybody and, and ask your question. Hi, questions. I'm Sydney. Yo, Hi, Sydney. Two, two female questions in a row. I love that about them. <laughs> All right, Sydney. Lee. I love your coloring book so much. Thank Good you. Job. It's a great. I do too. We yes. are really, we are really proud of Lee. And, and so Lee. far, you're my favorite person asking a question. And Lee, <laughs> I've colored, I've colored been, a picture every Lee, day my after son work loves since I've gotten it. What's that? My son loves your coloring book. Well, your your Lee, son has fine taste. Lee has been killing it on Amazon with his coloring book, and thanks to you, seriously. Get it for your children, my son. Yo, my son Loki Jr. loves Lee George Cage. For, for some reason, I'm number 17 in self-help books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What's your question? So my question is, when can I expect the next one, and will oh. I ever have one that has cock shark in it? Cock shark, cock shark, cock shark, cock shark, cock shark, cock shark, cock. Okay. You know, the, uh, you guys are drunk enough. It sounded like you were saying cop shark. <laughs> Which is a coloring book I'll have out in September. I um, have to say this because she just walked in the door, and my beautiful wife, Cat Martin. Ladies and gentlemen, Cat Martin's here. She changed like, from a literally. Ghostbusters to a Star Wars. I love I love Cat Martin. He's up here in the front. Up here. Do up it. Here. I, yo. Save your seat. Um, I love Cat Martin because she shared the most embarrassing moment with my child today. <laughs> what happened? So here's the thing is that uh, who was at the panel, like our live show at Comic Con? On uh, Friday. Okay, so a lot. So I it's was. gonna be. Thank you. It's gonna be. Oh no, it's the fucking theme tonight. It's okay. <laughs> no, don't tell it, bud. Oh, go ahead, tell your story. No, you. Someone mentioned a cock shark. Uh-huh. That was, be it you. was you. And then, as a good husband, Cat. I promoted my wife's booth and said. Cat. She has a shark to puss painting. Cat. And if you wanted to put a cock on it, Cat. she'd do it for you. <laughs> Don't get mad at me because I'm a part of this one too. Cat. <laughs> uh, let's go to the next question. <laughs> cat, cat, cat. I like your hair. Thank you. Leah's working on another coloring book, yes. <laughs> Yo. Yo, but get Lee's ke- Lee, get Lee's coloring book, coloring book for your ki- for your children. God damn, that it's was not it. for kids, but that's all right. My son loves it. Yeah. Loki Junior loves it. The coloring book. What's up? Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. My name is Wade, and I just found something on the internet I wanted to read, and one of you might recognize this, but I think it's um, it's important. I have three major goals in my classroom. I have I uh, I hope to foster a community of respect. And I want the, stu- the students to feel as though their classroom is a safe place free from bullying where they can focus on learning. My second goal is to help my students uh, listen, oh, sorry, uh, learn, there you go, to be self-reliant and responsible for their schoolwork. Lastly, I want uh, to prepare all of the students in my classroom for the changes, or, I'm sorry, challenges uh, that they will face next year when they enter middle school. The shift from uh, elementary school to middle school can be difficult and uh, filled with many new challenges. I hope to give them, or I'm sorry, I hope to give my students the tools they need to succeed the next, in the next chapter of their life. So um, what the fuck is your question? So at the beginning, we stood for you because you're a warrior and you're out there serving us. You're a motherfucking warrior too. Ah, Get up Jesus on your feet, Christ. people. Come on, Barton. Ah. Shut up, you guys. <laughs> um, I don't know how to respond to that. Um, Yeah, next question. All right. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? I'm Skyler. What up, homie? Skyler? What's yes. Um, so, I kind of wanted to bear my testimony real quick. If you testimony. Guys don't mind. Shh. 
Oh. Hey, everybody, everybody, All everybody right. keep Pop off your microphones and Wait, hold back. What's your name? Skyler. Testimony time. It's Skyler, testimony if you time. make me cry, I'm going to be so mad. Dude, I will try my hardest not to make you cry. So It's testimony time. Okay. So, you know, I, I've been through a lot of struggles in my life. Um, as a matter of fact, I actually just got out of prison um, a couple of months or about a year ago. And I'm, I'm currently doing well. I mean, I have my own house and I am really just trying to rebuild my life. And... You know, there were a couple of times there where I was starting to lose my faith in humanity, and it it sucked. And I, I remember times where I would just get super depressed. And then I had a thought one day, uh, and I had heard Geek Show being plugged in on X96 all the time, and I was just like, oh, my God, why haven't I listened to Geek Show? Because, I mean, I've been listening to X96 since I was like five years old. I met you when you guys were at Trolley Corners. You know, I, I met you and Bill when I was like this tall, you know? And so I, uh, I started listening to Geek Show, and every Monday is, like, my favorite day when you guys put out new episodes. <laughs> you, you guys have restored my faith in humanity. And I was just talking to my mom, who's sitting over there Hi, with mom. the pink. <laughs> and she said the same thing. She said, remember this night because there is so much good energy in this place. There is so much amazing things about this, these people. So it's just. <laughs> but, and I just, I just want to say thank you. You know, you, you guys are the shit. And I will continue to listen to you guys until you guys fade off into the sunset. You guys are awesome. And my question, I do have a question. So That's a good question. I like uh, that. Yes. Um, so I was wandering around Salt Lake yesterday, and I saw just a bunch of kick-ass cosplayers. And I just wanted to ask you guys, what is one cosplayer that you saw at Comic-Con that just really stood out to you? Like, wow, that is cool. You know, what was one cosplayer that was like, wow. Oh, I've got mine. I've got, I've yeah. got mine. Um, I'm thinking. I saw an old white man dressed as Dr. Hammond from Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, I saw that dude. I saw that dude. He was he was my personal favorite. Like he, he had the amber with the ship with the mosquito. He had the accent, and he was like lazy and old and white. It was so cool. <laughs> I walked I walked past him and I went, I know what you're doing there. <laughs> it, was, um, it was like seeing an evolve. Like you know how Pokemon, like a, a Pikachu becomes a Ratatou or whatever. It was like watching a Kerry Jackson evolved. <laughs> <laughs> like, we like, you, you make you a cave that looks like like the amber inside yes. of us. It's like our faces in there. If you evolve a Carrie Jackson, it becomes a Dr. Hammond. I promise you. <laughs> we go down to Tony next. Oh, so I have a two-way tie. One, I found a couple that did a uh, steampunk Green Lantern outfit that was oh. really good. Yeah. And then I also saw a uh, Mass Effect armored Wolverine. Yes, that was, that so was cool. cool. That was cool. Mm -hmm. Ooh, can cool. I tell mine? Yeah. Uh, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It was this older couple, and they were dressed as aged Han Solo. Oh, really? Like Force yes. Awakens? Yes, and aged... Leah. Oh. Yeah. And my my son got like, a picture with him. 
And it, I was just like, oh, my God. How great for you. How great for you to get that. And I was going down the escalator. I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, Lee, it was beautiful. Uh, there's a couple dressed as uh, the creepy Victorian clockwork characters from Doctor Who. Yeah. And, and they, were tick- they were ticking, which was fantastic. As they, they, were, oh. they were walking like they were made of clockwork, and they were ticking as they walked by. It was really neat. I love that women are taking over the cosplay scene because um, I do too. It's cat. Uh, cat and I, well, we travel the country and we see different cons, and we play a game where we. Uh, I always take. Do I take Team Harley, and you take Team Ray, and we see who gets the more. Yeah, so we see who gets more and more. I love how many Rays and Harley Quins I see. Um, I don't believe in taking pictures of small children because I think it's creepy, but. Um, <laughs> There was this little girl who was probably maybe two, maybe Aww. three, and rocking a full fucking Ray outfit. That's awesome. And just running around in circles, just like giddy as shit. And I was like, <laughs> I want to take a picture of you, but I don't want to be a pervert. So, <laughs> I, saw, but yeah. I saw three today that were just great. First was a, a guy who I swear to God was Adam Driver as... Uh, she saw him yeah. too. Did you see him? Yeah. Yeah. As Kylo Ren. I mean, he looked just like him. And then I saw another guy who made a complete Iron Man armor suit, but he was helmetless, and he looked like fucking RDJ. Nice. I mean, he really did. It was like you had to take a second look to see if that was not Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> For those worried. who don't know what RDJ means, it's Robert Downey Jr. But my favorite cosplay, it made no sense whatsoever. But I just fucking loved it. Who's the purple Teletubby? Is that Tinky Winky? Yeah. <laughs> it was Tinky Winky, but in his TV and his stomach was the prince symbol. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know that symbol? Yeah, but like... It that's made a, no sense. But no, yeah. that's the best thing about this. The shit, like people just come and do their thing yeah. and you just go... That's great. That's just great. I will say, I mean, no shit. Kat and I have been to Phoenix, Denver, Chicago, Austin, uh, Salt Lake. Um, This is the greatest fucking cosplay city in the fucking country. I would agree. And and, and and it's no joke. My husband is stating facts (laughs) over here. And another one, we saw a little kid, again, like maybe, I'd say this kid's probably four. The dad had rocked out an Iron Man suit had a little speaker on his back that was rocking ACDC. Nice. <laughs> and the dad was Howard Stark. Oh. It was really good. It was right? really good. That's cool. All right. Uh, introduce yourself. Big C. My name's Colin. I'm from Portland, Oregon. Big C. Oh. Hello. Oh, oh, yeah. Yo. Yo, just say Big C. We all know. Hey, Colin, can I sleep on your couch? If from Twitter, I'm Big C PDX. That's Big yes. C. And I want to say thank you to Geek Show. Because I have made so many friends because of you guys. I know, right? And I fly down here for Comic-Con because I heard you guys talking about it. I go, I have to be here. And boy, are your arms tired. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to say thank you for things like Geek Show Fit. That's... That's that's Lee. That's all Lee. Thank you. Seriously, seriously. By a show of hands, who is a member of Geek Show Fit? By a show of hands. Oh, yeah. I love this. Lee, Lee, look what you did, bro. It's, uh, it's just awesome. So, today is International Beard Day, 
I don't know beard? if anyone noticed. Beard. It's International Beard Day? It is International yeah. Beard Day. I was not alerted. Yo, it's my birthday and, and beard International day. Beard Day. So I wanted to Birth. ask, Birth. what comic B-U-R-F. book hero <laughs> who doesn't have a beard already would look better with one? Better with a beard. Better with a beard. Shh. Hey, hey, Anybody? hey. Who would look better with a beard? Shh. Yo, that nigga from Harry Potter would look better with a beard. <laughs> I think Batman with a big beard. You know, that would really screw up his ability to have a secret identity, though. No, that's true. So, like, okay, you know, Commissioner Gordon's sitting there going, who is Batman? Well, he's got a beard now, so narrow down white guy, lantern jaw, beard. (laughs) It's Bruce Wayne. I changed my answer then. Okay. The Flash. So that when he runs, it's like, whoosh. No. (laughs) No, but you got, like, 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 if any superhero had a beard, like, let's be honest. Like, if any superhero had a beard, like, all you got to do is just narrow it down to a CrossFit gym in that specific, <laughs> area, specific area. Yeah. I think it's, for me, it would just be uh, Henry Cavill walking out of that water. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Y'all want a real Salt Lake City story? I saw Henry Cavill at Maxwell's, my favorite bar. I saw Henry Cavill, that's Superman. You know the nigga that walked out of his... Yeah, I'm, I'm dropping the bomb. I don't care. Um, fuck you, suck a dick. Uh, <laughs> yo, but I saw Henry Cavill at Maxwell's, and he was like, I'm not gay, but I'd fuck him. <laughs> he had a magnificent beard, is what you're saying? Like, unprotected. Like, I'd fuck him. <laughs> Whoa. Who's next? It's Mitch, Mitch Workman. Yo, Mitch, hey, guys. Yo, Mitch, we saw you working your nipples before we started this yeah. show. Yeah. We watched that on a camera backstage. <laughs> hey, so, uh, again, I want to say happy birthday to Jay and happy birthday to Carrie. Thank you. Uh, my question is, I was a big fan of the Geek Show movie night, and my birthday's coming up in November, and I need some advice on what good movies you've always wanted to do for Geek Show Movie Night that you never got a chance to do. God, I think we got to all of them, didn't I, we? Yeah. No, we didn't. Because we didn't. Well, I mean, we started repeating. Because them. Jay never got a black movie night. Yeah, you, no, I thought, didn't, didn't, we didn't you, you get black dynamite? No, 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 we rescheduled. We rescheduled we, every we time. We picked because, movies for, for, uh, for Black History Month, and then we had to cancel and reschedule. Uh, yeah, we had oh, to yeah. cancel and reschedule because my folks show up late, you know. <laughs> All right, what would be your movie night then? Um, Baby's Kids. <laughs> Baby's Kids? Baby's Kids. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> no, like, I, I mean, honestly, like, I grew up in stand-up comedy. Um, Robin Harris, I met him personally as a young, as a young child. Please say your next movie is House Party. No, the next movie Damn is... It. The next movie is Black Dynamite, but... Yeah! yeah. Black Dynamite... That is one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. But Bebe's Kids. We're watching that, Mangler. Black Dynamite. I threw that shit before I came in the room. Thank you you so much. Oh, Oh, shit. Did we just... Yo, Excitable James just gave us... Ladies and gentlemen, can everybody just give a rest? Stop. Excitable James is one of the best people I've ever met in my goddamn life. We, and I love him. We have Clap all... for him again. Yes. <laughs> I, 
I can honestly say adopting you is one of the best decisions. It's true. We've made. adopted Excitable James. We've all adopted him. <laughs> all of us have adopted him. Who's next? Hi. Hi. My name's Ashley. Hi, Ashley. What's up, Ashley? How you doing? I am doing good. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I'm, I'm not doing that great. I got evicted from my apartment this oh. week. Oh, oh So I almost didn't make it, but I, I came because I wanted to be here for you guys because you guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. But um, first of all, I want to thank Jay for his service. My little brother is a sergeant in the Army, and... And yeah, it, that that means a lot to me. Um, and my question is kind of a stupid one, but and probably generic. And you probably God, you've been drinking. Let's let's let's, <laughs> let's address. Let's cut Just the bullshit. Just a little bit, yeah. All right, spit it up. Put put some bass in your voice to get that question out. Come on. Okay, baby. question. Um, if you guys had a superpower, what would it be? Or a villain power? What would it villain be? Villain power. Super villain power? A superpower or Just a villain like power? Hero or villain? Yeah. Oh. Power. Okay. All right. Hmm. I got. This is easy for me. I um, gotta think about this for a little blitz. <laughs> this is super easy. Um, my my superpower would would make my credit score eight hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That would be my superpower right off the bat. Keep hope alive. <laughs> Keep hope alive. Uh, me is it's always Martian Manhunter. Oh, the shape shifting, shape shifting, flying through walls. He's got he's, all the Superman. He's got yeah. shape shift. He's got fly. He's yeah, got, like yeah, he's fly through walls. He's got super strength. He's got Martian vision. He's In, got oh oh oh. You forgot you forgot invulnerability to fire. Yeah. Uh, well, there is that. Oh. He's got all the powers. He's got more than Superman. He's got well, telepathy. fuck you. Hey, fuck all you guys. Fire scares you too. If somebody <laughs> shoots fire at you, you're like, oh shit. Now I know how Martian Manhunter feels. Yes, uh-huh. but the difference about Martian Manhunter is he can burn you with his eye beams. <laughs> Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense since shut he's up. afraid of fire. Shut up, shut up. I would choose that as well, Martian Manhunter's powers. Please? Yeah. I uh, already have powers, but I don't want to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right there. Like, I've, I've always wait, been... wait, wait. Hold on, Lee. You are just choosing the powers you have. <laughs> no, I already have them. He just doesn't want to share. <laughs> no, because seriously, then the next time those particular powers are on display, everybody's gonna be like, "That's Lee. Oh, that's Lee." <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've always, I've always just been a fan of night crawlers, so I just like teleportation. What? I think stinking and disappearing? Yeah. <laughs> you could do better though. Do like uh, Blink. She can teleport a lot further than night crawlers. Shut up. And when Blink, <laughs> and when, and when Blink teleports, it doesn't smell like burning shit. That's true. Yeah. Um, He's got a point. Does it smell like burning shit? No, I mean, shit seriously, when, yeah. my X-Men she, readers, she, Nightcrawler, it smells, it smells like, like burning shit when he like brims, yeah. It smells like brimstone. Have you ever smelled um, brimstone? It smells like burning it shit. It does. It smells like poop. Uh, I'm going to give a boring answer, but for a good reason. Uh, Wolverine, because my liver. <laughs> uh, who's next? Feel bad because he can't get drunk. Zachary. That's Andrew. Eric, actually. That's Eric, Eric. 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 E
That's Starts Stacker. with A. It was close. That's A name. We only we'll have time for a couple more questions, so let's let's go. Um, I wasn't expecting a Q and A. Hey, shut up! We can't so, hear the drunk guy. But I'm glad that uh, Tony here is enjoying his big yeah! feet. Yeah. <laughs> Wasting no delicious. time to get into those, and that the mangler's enjoying the rocket. What's uh, the question? But the question, um, one quick one. Um, <clears throat> killing joke. Comic book first or movie first? Comic book. Yeah, comic, comic book, book. But the movie is just fine. Or actually, watch the movie. If you haven't read the comic, watch the movie first. Then, then you can go. I loaned oh, um, you the copy. What did you think? Now, have you I, read the comic book? Yo, what the fuck yo, are we yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. Okay, I've right. read. The, I read the comic, and it's it's clear as day when it switches when it over. I mean, yeah. it fades to black and well, comes the se- back. The second that that he shows up at Arkham Asylum, that's when you have now opened the comic book, yeah. and it's word for word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say read it first because it's the better version. Sure. And then watch it. I still liked it. I mean, the, everybody's bitching about the thirty minutes at the beginning, but yeah. it wasn't, I, I was fine with it. Yeah. You know? And then, so. <laughs> uh, and then the second question, real quick. Uh, Gene Wilder, rest in peace. Favorite movie. Which one? Oh, w- Gene Wilder. Wilder. Oh, Gene, Gene Wilder. Oh, Gene favorite. favorite. Oh, I'm having trouble hearing him. So. Favorite Gene Wilder movie. Favorite Gene Wilder. Blazing oh, Saddles. I've got it. It's always Blazing. Like, honestly, Blazing Saddles does it for me every time. I have to say Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein for me. Yep. I'm going... Because, because, because seriously, Willy the Wonka. whole, the whole uh, bring me an abnormal brain bit. <laughs> and when Agor comes back... No, no, uh, you guys already gave the best answer. I'm saying hear no evil, see no evil. Shut up. No, Jeez. Carrie, I need your help with this. What's Mine that? is... The one where they go to jail and they have to do the rodeo. Stir crazy. Stir crazy. Stir crazy. All right. My mom took me there to see that, and it's the first time I ever saw boobs, ever. <laughs> now, let's not forget Silver Streak. Yep. Because Silver Streak is great. Gene Walter in blackface. I don't know how that <laughs> would work today. I don't know if you can make that movie. You um, can't. You can't. Yeah, uh, who's next? Ladies. Ladies. I'm Nirvana. This is Angela. And uh, Geek Show Fit represent. Definitely fit. Uh, My question is, I know you guys have all been asked, what's your favorite bird? But uh, what's your favorite... So, okay, if you... Wait. If you could pick... If you could pick your favorite bird superhero or create your own, what would it be? Bird. Hashtag full feather Friday. So a a bird-based superhero? Yes. Even though we're on Saturday, but um, we're totally I've good. got mine. I've got mine. <laughs> I got mine. Mine would be called Bob. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, Bob. And uh, he just uh, keep me awake in the morning. <laughs> okay. We all know y'all motherfuckers want to hear my answer on this. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, all right. Like the person, the, the the personal answer is the Peregrine Falcon. But like, yo, the adventurous side in me was like all about the Golden Eagle. Because for those who missed Full Feather Friday, the Golden Eagle, what they do, like if hey, hey, shout out, hey, for all my fellas, for all my fellas that are putting it down in the bedroom, raise your hands. For all my fellas that are putting it down, if you think you're fucking your lady with some good shit, with some adequate dick, put your hands up. I didn't know. 
And I'm about to, and I'm about to shut you down I was say, right this now. It's a pretty confident crowd. Um, the Golden Eagle, like, see, you right there, you probably like nuzzle your lady's neck, you know, you know, put on some like Jack Johnson or whatever. What? <laughs> you know? Nobody put Jake. Jay, nobody I like to take Jack my Johnson. lady 600 feet up in the air and drop to the ground. Yes. But I will tell you, you, you might put on the Jack Johnson and try something a little bit different. But Golden Eagles, what they do is they free fall 238 miles per hour and fuck at the same time. At the same time. So... Fellas, guess what? If you think you're doing something different tonight, guess what? You're not. <laughs> because there's a golden eagle out there in the mountains out-fucking you. But, but the question was the question was a bird-based superhero. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So he's the golden eagle. That it, was nice and all. Yeah. It's Sam Wilson, the Falcon. So, so you're saying you want to falk at 238 miles an hour. Sam Wilson, Falcon, uh, we good. Uh, next question. All right. <laughs> I think that's the last one. Is that the only one? No, Harvey oh. Birdman. It's yeah, Harvey, Harvey Birdman. Yeah. I'll take the case. I got to say, that you got to have some love for Dick Grace and his Nightwing. Wing? Wing. Sure. That's Bird. Uh, I, I was, was going to say Michael Keaton's Birdman. Birdman. Bird yeah. well, um, oh, I take that back. You know what? I choose Bird Person from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I, I love Sam the Eagle from the Muppets. <laughs> oh, I just. <laughs> but I got a more important question from our from our questionnaire. What's your favorite bird? Wait, wait. Turn, turn the mic on. I want to hear this shit. Uh, Blue Jay. Well, Blue Jay, okay. Oh, was that past tense? Blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, 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 oh. Doctor, 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 doctor. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. Uh, next question. After these messages, we'll be right back. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since they opened their doors in 1982. Currently located in the heart of Charlie Square on the corner of 500 South, 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. From action figures, playing cards... Jigsaw puzzles, gift books. They carry a large selection of licensed merchandise. You're going to love it. There's so much more than a card store. Now, Dave, the guy in charge, has recently returned from gift shows in Vegas and New York City, and he is excited to show you the new products that he has lined up for a fall release. You see, other stores may get their products just sent to them en masse. Cabin Fever prides itself on hand-picking every item for the store, from books to greeting cards to action figures, all of it, even the wrapping paper and bows picked by hand. Stop by, say hi, and tell him Geek Show says hey. Dave loves Geek Show customers. Since 1982, Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Smells great, tastes even better. Full-service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu. 
home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. Or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking. Daniel's menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like. There's a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Chef Daniel, yes, I knew you were going to ask, can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, dairy-free. Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we've got farmer's markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries third shows, what have you, go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. When creative professionals collaborate, the results can be pretty amazing. When you collaborate with creative professionals who are also instructors at Broadview Entertainment Arts University, you can do pretty amazing things too, like adding specialized skills to your natural talent so you can find your place in the creative industry. Experience this collaboration for yourself by visiting their Salt Lake campus. Schedule your tour today. Visit beau.broadviewuniversity.edu. Broken news. Welcome to it. Aha! This is the uh, the episode, the second uh, live show that we did at uh, Fifty West, the last day of Comic Con, called Lee yells at people. Called Lee yells at people, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> it's, Your uh, Comic Con went like my Comic Con. <laughs> no, no, they they actually reported me there. As opposed to you, I looked for you, man. I could not find you on the floor. Uh, I looked and looked. That's that's a whole thing. Uh, Joining us for broken news, of course, uh, Lee George Cade. We'll get back to the rest of the episode where Lee yells at people. Well, the second half, Uh, second half is the game. The game, right? I wasn't planning on murdering everybody anymore. (laughs) You were starting to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, joining us uh, for broken news is uh, our old friend Chad Harden. Hey, oh. Artist on Harley Quinn. Yep. DC's like number one selling book still. Yes. Well, as far as I know, yeah. Last yeah. last time I looked, it was. Yes. That, that's got to give you all kinds of leverage. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and also the new. Let's see. What's your title? Professor of. Professor of illustration. Professor at UVU. of illustration ooh, at Utah ooh, Valley that University. That sounds fancy. Ooh, so fancy. I forgot. I forgot my smoking jacket. And my bone pipe. Yes. Patches on the <laughs> patches on the elbows. <laughs> You and Jake Parker just hang out and go like, yeah, this is cool. Oh, is he, is he there? I don't know if he's there. He's he's down in Utah County. Oh, so I just okay. assumed all you Utah no. County illustrators. Uh, I know I know no one. You guys should all get together. Yeah, we Park, should. Parker's great. Well, we, yeah. we, should, we should have Parker on the show. And actually, uh, they've got the Society of Visual Storytelling going on down there, and they do uh, they do lectures online. I'm still trying to get my email to work. So. Okay. <laughs> we can help you with that. I don't know. We, there's a lot of red no, tape. We, we know a young person. We'll send a, <laughs> Yeah. We'll send Loan me Tony for Oh, no. I, I can, we'll I, send James over. I've got He'll a hassle care. of children we can send your way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tony lives down there. James lives down there. Anytime you need them. Okay. Well, that's true. Yeah, Go with Tony. Go with Tony. He, yeah. He's not as easily distracted as That's you. true. 
<laughs> James usually, will get the job done. It's but. just that usually he's getting a text from Shannon that Shannon needs help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these teachers you know, or these 7-Eleven employees. Right? 7-Eleven employees. Oh, I think employees. he came out of Did the, he come out? He came okay. out of the employment closet I think he did. at okay. the live recording. Yeah, I think he did. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, he just did. As a matter of fact, moments ago. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was moments ago. I'm surprised that anybody heard that over all the screaming. I know. <laughs> uh, let's do some news, and then we'll uh, we'll talk to Chad, and and then Lee has some stuff he wants to tell people about. Uh, oh boy! Now this is a cool thing. Uh, I, I'm excited to for you to try this. I am so excited for me to because try this mystery thing. I know your boy Max has been taking like Legos and toys and making stop motion. Yes. Movies. Yes. Well, Hasbro has a new app. And this is going to start with the new uh, uh, Rogue One toys. Okay. And so if you've ever done that and made little movies, I have somewhere up, I have Polaroids of my 12-inch Boba Fett that yeah. I set up out in the hay field to make it look like he's you know walking oh, through yeah. the jungle. Force perspective. Force perspective, exactly. You, you, you um, and Sam Raimi. <laughs> Hasbro's new app is going to make these, these kids... It's going to make it look really nice. It's the Studio FX app. Now, is that the one that the Star Trek uh, did with the J.J. Abrams stuff? Uh, I think it is. It might I be. want to say it is. It'll allow users to make short clips that incorporate Star Wars visual effects sequences uh-huh. into your action figure movies. Well, they, I know you remember Zevos was a thing mm-hmm. like ten years ago, and they they did. Uh, it might have even been this very same app where you this, could upload twenty second stop motion clips. Yeah, there's there's thirty included in total, ranging from things like an X wing swooping in to make an attack, nice. or R two D two, you know, walking along and, and electrocuting somebody, you know, like with, he does with one of his tools. So each toy Hasbro is putting out will have a QR code so that you can scan it and then. Unlock these VFX shots oh boy. Well, I'll, I'll be with doing your it. toys. I'll be doing it with these Mega Blocks because <laughs> they're amazing and they so do the job. The toys are going to start rolling out on September 30th. So look for that app. It's it's, uh, it's coming less than out. two weeks. Yeah, oh, so, time flies when you're having fun. That just, that just sounds so awesome. I think so much Star Wars. So, so much Star Wars. So, so much. My, so good. My next story. Is it about is it about the fir- the first episode of season three of Rebels making your heart break? <laughs> oh, hey, spoiler, because Ezra's just evil. Have you seen the trailers? No, I, I saw the first five minutes of. Oh, of, you did. And uh, Ezra actually takes over a Scout Walker's pilot's. Oh wow! Mind. Oh wow! And has him just rampaging and blowing the shit out of everything. And I was like, that's the dark side of the Force, Ezra, baby boy. Mm-mm. You're not supposed to do that. He's just dabbling though. I, I think when you're, just, in, when, you're, when you're in, when you're in full out mind control, it's not just like these aren't the droids you're looking this for. Is, no. Kill all your friends. No, no, he's going through his goth phase. It's a, yeah. it happens. Yeah, uh, but um, Teenagers, you know, Rogue One has a new uh, composer. Yeah, uh, did I mention that it's out in three months? That's that's not unusual. I uh, just wanted to point that out. You you, um, you see the scores like the last thing to go because they have to take care of reshoots and everything else into consideration. Uh, yeah, well, well, that's that was part of the deal was yeah. that the reshoots made it so that uh, Alexandre Desplat uh, was unable to finish. I was just surprised it wasn't John Williams. Uh, no, I, I mean, this uh, Michael Giancano is the one. This this will be the first Star Wars project mm-hmm. without Williams. Without Williams, that makes me sad. I mean, Williams will I mean, continue. I, I understand, but yeah, well, it's Williams will continue on the the actual Star Wars storylines. The okay. Skywalker's. Well, he's a busy guy, but yeah, uh, sure. he's not a young guy. But right, um, no, he's not. 
but uh, Michael Giancano is, is doing it. He's 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 got some good stuff. He's he did the Incredibles. He's done Star Trek. Oh, JJ Abrams. Yeah, the Incredibles had a terrible score. <laughs> uh, Inside Out, uh, Lost. Oh, he's gonna be great. So yeah, he's I would have just taken one of the composers from Rebels. The music from season two of Rebels was phenomenal. <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim two. <gasps> what? Where? Yes, Monster Punch two. Monster Punch two. Yeah. Has uh, you know John Boyega is mm-hmm. is the lead. He's playing uh, what's his name's son Finn. No, <laughs> his name's Finn. No, he's gonna play Finn and everything. He's what's the character's name in in Pacific? Rim? He's playing Idris Elba's kid. Idris Elba's kid. Uh, what, yeah, what, what, uh, Hercules. He's got, he's got a great name. It's like Thacker something or other. Yeah, it's you know, oh god, my daughter's you know, gonna murder it's, me. It's, it's uh, big McLarge huge or whatever it is. Yeah, no, it's Thacker something or other. You know, but he's playing his kid. All right, look it up. Okay, uh, Google it, kids. Google which is it. which is interesting because I, you didn't hear about him having a kid. Because well, he, he he raised Mako Mori as his kid. Now, I can remember Mako's name, but I can't remember. Now, there's no word whether she's coming back to it, but they have cast Kaylee Spaney as the female lead. Stacker Pentecost. Ah. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I looked down further in the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, because <laughs> the first thing that pops when into in my, doubt, read the page. First yeah. thing that pops into my head is, is uh, Hercules Mulligan. And I'm like, no, that's from Hamilton. <laughs> Is it? I'll yeah, t- I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 a guy. It's a spy. He's okay. a great spy during the okay. American Revolutionary War. Now I do have something for you to look. Yes, at. I want you to to just go to uh, uh, Google and look for the tooth child is hungry. Oh, this sounds this sounds scary. It's it is it's this new series that Sci-Fi is doing. Creepy pasta inspired show called Channel Zero. Uh, uh, yeah, Channel Zero is not a new thing. Yeah, that's well. It's a new series. Yeah, this has been on the internet for a long time. Mm-hmm. But but Channel Zero, Candle Cove, based on they're doing Candle Cove. Yes, based, oh, based on no. Chris Straub's unnerving None. short story uh-uh. that gained notoriety online. Centers on one man's obsessive recollection of a mysterious children's television program <laughs> from the eighties <80s laughs> no. and his ever growing dreadful suspicions about the role it may have played in a series of nightmarish and deadly events from his childhood. I get the chills. Captain Kangaroo touched me in a bad place. No, it's it's this it's this it's this uh, it's like a puppet show and uh, there's Mister Rogers touched there's me. There's a marionette. Well, it's, and it's like. The kids all remember watching it, but the they're, they talk about the show with each other, and their moms mm-hmm. would be like, oh, I remember you talking about that. I just thought it was an imaginary friend. You just sit and watch Static for hours. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So and they're, then, yeah, that's what they're doing. And they did this closed, uh, they did this fantastic uh, closed web room where they would, they, you know, the, su- the survivors would sit and talk, and people started reading this chat room and getting real caught up in it because characters would start disappearing. So it was like the first chat room based piece of fiction I ever remember reading huh. and, and then the last yeah. entry is just like I, I I don't understand what's going on every time I see a screen he's telling me that he's coming okay, <laughs> okay so here's here it is now now I want you if you're at work to, to just google the tooth child is hungry uh, and it'll take you to this trailer all right now you see there's a car out in the middle of the woods yeah and there's a figure walking toward it uh, now the figure is a child. Because children aren't creepy at all. Ooh. And it is a child whose skin I was say, and face no features. are teeth. Oh, You'll see as it oh, gets closer. No. no, no. Yeah. Now, this is scary shit. And this is just the trailer for, oh, this, yeah. for this series. That's you see that? wonderful. Mm. And then the tooth child opens its mouth. And it's all teeth. And 
someone puts their finger into the tooth child's mouth. And yeah. screaming ensues. And screaming ensues. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was some disturbing shit. Well, and this is all this is all based <laughs> off of old folklore. I've been, uh, if you go to my website, lgkid.com, you'll see every Monday I, I get into old folkloric monsters. Yes. And there's, like, Slenderman. Everybody thinks Slenderman's a pretty new thing. It actually goes back to uh, Der Grotzmann, which is this German monster that looks like slender man except mm-hmm. for he doesn't wear a suit well, the crumpus that's been around forever yeah, yeah. Uh, der grotzman is naked he just wanders around and peers in through people's windows <laughs> shows then, them their junk no he doesn't have any oh he's well, there's just Kindle. he's smooth <laughs> there's he has a, no features yeah he has no junk there's a there's a trailer for a movie that is similar to that called the bye-bye man have you seen that yeah yeah and it's uh, it's like that. Yeah, you got to love your urban mythology exactly. because uh, yeah. that that's where the real terror comes. From. Exactly. <laughs> uh, finally, this um, remember uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Do Great I? Movie. Yeah, uh, the guy who uh, did that, Eli Craig, is bringing a uh, I think it's a movie, yeah, a movie to Netflix called Little Evil. Okay. It's uh, Evangeline Lilly and Adam Scott. Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. Very funny. Has married Samantha, Lily, and finds out that her six-year-old son is the Antichrist. Nice. Like, literally, the Antichrist. Uh, Donald Faison's in it. Chris D'Elia, funny guy. Brad Williams, Bridget Everett, Clancy Brown, Marcus Terrell Smith, Tyler Labine will, of course, be of in course. it. Of um, course. And uh, the little kid, Owen Atlas, will play the, the Antichrist. Nice. So that's coming in 2017 to Netflix. I assumed the Antichrist was coming in 2017 anyway. I, yes. So might as well be on television. <laughs> Whether we chose or yeah. not. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't have to believe in your shit, but I think you're coming. So, Chad. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm here. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad you are here. Me too. Because we, we love you and we want to take care of you. <laughs> we need a rock we need a ride to Standing Rock. <laughs> Standing Rock. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna go we're gonna go help our, our Native American brothers and sisters protest yeah. this pipeline. Oh, so, okay. Uh, ben Carrie I and I, do, Karen I, do and I have can't a drive that far. But but Chad's been living in the hills, literally. He's one of the hill people for a long time. <laughs> and now he's decided to join us humans down here. I've yes, I've in walked the valley. down to the village. And uh, are you are you having a little culture shock? little bit no i grew up in las vegas oh you're fine then. yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, uh yeah, yeah. so a lot of the culture shock comes from stores actually being closed i sort of hate that feeling where it's like you pull up to some place and it's five o'clock and it's shut and i'm like how do you make a living yeah and that's that's actually better than it was i know <laughs> yeah but yeah. it's still very like today i'm like oh the traffic is wonderful yeah. today yeah but nothing's open. Oh, it's, it's, it's Sunday. So. It's the only place I've ever lived where, as a business owner, I can justify being closed on Sunday. Yeah. And people are like, why aren't you open on Sunday? It's like, because oh, yeah. well, I, I can be closed and it's not going to hurt business. So, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to have you down here with the, the humans. Thank you. And we want to see you more often. Absolutely. The, the basement is open all the time. Anytime you want to come and crash. And crash. There's nice. a couch right there. there I know. I know. I've got. Reasonable Wi-Fi will be happy to take care of you. <laughs> That's very important, actually. Yeah, you Reasonable Wi-Fi. need that for work. Uh, but uh, your work on uh, Harley Quinn is, is amazing. Thank you. We're, we're huge fans. And are you uh, going to be at any cons coming up? Uh, I am. I know you had one just recently. You were... I, I just got back from Houston. Yeah. I'm going to turn around. I'm heading out Wednesday to go to Mexico for La Mole. Oh, really? And then... Let's awesome. get our, uh, let's, let's get our um, ransom money together. You know that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cartel's calling us. <laughs> I, so we are, I have my we bodyguard your, going with me. We yeah. are your emergency yeah. contact, right? 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to uh, what they call La, La District Federale. Yep. And uh, they're literally armed, super armed police every 10 oh, feet. Oh, that's how most so, of the resort towns are now, too. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so that's this coming weekend here? Yeah. That's this coming weekend, and then the week after that is Hawaii. I'm going to Honolulu for Amazing uh, amazing Hawaii. Uh, I'm going to spend one day in New York for a top-secret D.C. thing. Oh, okay. Hush, hush. All right. You can tell us afterward. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) now that I just told how many people. But, uh, and then uh, after that, it's France. Going to France? Paris really? Comic Con, yes. Oh, Paris, wow. such a great city. Yes. And I've never been. I'm the first person to ever say that, by the way, that Paris is you, such you a great are. city. You are. I've never I've, heard that. Never, no ever. one's ever said that ever. before. <laughs> I, I, I hear Not you, in Utah. I hear you can fall in love there. Oh, I, got I want some freedom fries. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have french fries there either. <laughs> well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so sad. It sounds like you're going to be fine. You're doing just oh, fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then I'm not worried about you. No. So, but, but you have to do all this stuff, don't you? Yes. Yeah, you really don't have a choice. I don't. Because after I, I talk to a couple people in, in similar positions to yours, and they're just like, oh, yeah, I don't really make money doing comics. I make money going to conventions. Well, let's, you, you make some. Yeah. But you don't... You don't make the. It's not my wacky kid, retirement. My kid money. needs braces. My kid yeah. broke his arm. My kid crashed a car. My, well, the, you know. the sad part is we we actually live in a society now where no one's making that kind of money. Yeah, because yeah. it's uh you know I, I just saw what the median rent for a two bedroom apartment in Salt Lake's going for. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, even at ten dollars an hour, no one can afford that. Yeah, so. that's just the truth. Yeah. So what are some good tips? I've wanted to ask artists who attend cons all the time. What are some things that you would like people to know who come up to see you? At cons, uh, it, well, just if if you have an artist that you like, yeah, you know, just come to, you know, pay your patronage a little bit. Say hi. Yeah, say hi. Pick up a, a print. Um, you know, for the longest time, I I didn't charge for signings and things like that. But I, it, I saw that on your Twitter. It, yeah, it got to the point, especially with Harley One, where we sold four hundred and ten thousand uh-huh. copies, and now yeah. they're already going into reprint. Yeah. It just got to the point where I spend all my time signing. Mm. You know, normally they come up and they'll want a drawing, a commission, a print. But now what's going on is they're collecting every – there's 77 variants to oh, Harley Jesus. number one. 77. And they want a signature for all of them. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. Well, and, and, and some of them are like 300 bucks already. Really? So they'll go and they'll spend their money on the comic and then come up and – and if I don't charge five bucks, I go home in the negative. Well, because, yeah, it costs you money to go and, there. Yeah. And when you've got all those people in line to get their signature, right. they're actually blocking out the people that are there to get Buying commissions. Buying prints right. and yeah. commissions. Right. Yep. Oh. And so I had, you know, and it it was one of those things I swore I'd never do until I was like 80. And, yeah. You know, because no, nobody ever charged me when I was a kid right? yeah. going to convention. Jack Kirby did not charge. John Romita Sr. did not charge. I don't even think John Romita Jr. charges. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some guys that are still, like, holding the line. Yeah. And then you have other people who are just, like, going crazy with it. I mean, uh, and here's the thing. Stan's, what, 94 now? How yeah. old is Stan now? Uh, he's, uh, he's easily 94. But I think his is up to, what, 100? Is that right? It's a hundred now. Oh, I, I, I want to so say lucky. that's that's what I heard. I, I we, got a I got a free one. But we just know, got we just got a hug for free. I got a free one in ninety two right there. See, and, oh thank you. But the thing is, is if you make it to ninety three, charge whatever that. Yeah, you know whatever yeah. you can get. Yeah, you know by all means. And 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 here's the other thing: there's no retirement plan for no. artists. No. There's no insurance plan. I, I mean, uh, you know, you guys are aware of what happened with mm-hmm. me. Well, they had Bernie Wrightson. 
there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I bought everything I could afford to buy from Bernie. I didn't even know he was there until after the con was over. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Which is good because I couldn't afford another Mike Mignola moment. He he had, <laughs> he had entire books for sale. No. Yes. Oh. And I thought about going and. Are you regretting it now? <sighs> Just I, like I said, it wasn't coming back. It and, wasn't until Saturday night. We're at 50 West, and somebody says, "Hey, did you see Bernie Wrights?" And it was like one of the you know right. one of the pilloried gods of comic. Yes. Well, he did yeah. creepy magazine back in the 60s and 70s, and uh, Jennifer, like one of the greatest horror comics of all time. Yeah, and, Swamp Thing. Yeah, could have uh, could have gone and talked to Bernie. I know he's not he's not doing well, so he's so. Well, and, and, that, yeah. and that's just it. I mean, you're a freelance artist. You're mm-hmm. you're not getting benefits. You're not getting retirement. You're not getting medical. Right. Anytime anything happens to you, it's coming out of your pocket. Right. Okay. And here's the other thing with artists. You know, age discrimination is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I chose the position at UVU. Because, you know, I, I talked with a lot of my friends who are a little bit older, and they're like, well, when you hit 55, they stop returning your phone calls. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm that that's 10 years away from me. Right. You know. And so, uh, so anyway, I, uh, well, I'm going somebody- sideways. There's always somebody bit. younger and hungrier, right? Right. Well, and, and and that's just well. And the other thing is, my editors are ten years younger than me. Oh wow! Mm. Like I'm the I'm the old man. Gotcha. And uh, I mean, I swear, to, I I swear, like Mark Doyle doesn't shave. I mean, he's just this, he he. I look at him; he looks like he's the same age as my son. Now I know he's like thirty, thirty-five, but right. you know, they're they're they just get younger. And and the and the thing about it is, is yes, you. You have the younger kids, and you also have the kids uh, in the Philippines and Brazil. You're competing in a global market now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And these are corporations. They're in it. You know, they have a bottom line. And um, and so the thing, it, do, it, it becomes a matter of economics. It really mm-hmm. does. And so, uh, yes, if you have an artist that you like and you go to a show and they're there, support them as much as you can because that's uh, – I mean, that's how they're paying their bills. That's how they're they're and, getting by. And don't think that they're dicks because yeah. they're charging for the signature. Well, you, you, you please try to understand the situation they're in. I mean, you if, if you're hearing this and you still go see Chad Harden and think he's a dick for charging for a signature, <laughs> then you're a cold, heartless son of a also, bitch. Until you've drawn you know? 22 pages of anything, yeah. Um, in, in don't take that for granted because after uh, seven months of working on one comic story, I'm finally at 23 pages and I'm going, okay, this is fucking hard work. Well, and, then, it's, and I didn't even do it in a month. What, I and if you're doing pencils and inks, right? Because yeah. I do both my right. pencils and my inks, and then I've done that for 12 years. Yeah. Well, and what kind and of deadlines are you under? I monthly. Mean, monthly. Well, get, and and that's if the script is ready. I was going to say, how far out are the scripts coming? Uh, they're. I usually if I the eight came in, I think I have six weeks for eight, so I'm doing okay. Yeah. But there have been times. I. I that's how I got my start with DC. Is uh, Joey Cavallari uh, called me one day and he said, "My artist just got in an accident." And I have a 22-page assignment, a six-page assignment. Which one do you want? I'm like, both. Because I was, I'm like, put Hungry. me in, coach. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but for like the first, for the first four years, I was doing two books a month. Oh. Just, just shoot, shooting them out. Yeah, that's not an eight-hour day either. No. That's, that's, no, it's a 100-hour week. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a 20-hour day mm-hmm. and four hours of sleep. and. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not taking care of your hand, then oh, you, know, yeah. you, you get fatigued and that starts to show. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, Chad, any any help you need, let us know. Well, just, you know, whenever there's a show and I'm there, just come say hi and 
Now, you're, you're, you're doing Harlink. Is there another title you're working on? Or? You know, I, I, I'm going to throw my hat into the creator-owned. Cool. You know? Mm. Cool. I never, okay, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be where I'm at in comics. Oh, you're ever. one of the one of the top-selling comics in the industry. And uh, I, I, it was one of those things where I was like, I've always wanted to do this my entire life. Mm. I, I'm going to just see what happens. And then I did it, and I was just like, okay, I've done it. Uh, you know, uh, what do I do now? And uh, that's when Jimmy and Amanda approached me about Harley. And I was, uh, you know, grew up on Batman the Animated Series. So I yeah. was like, oh, yes, please. Yeah. And uh, and then Harley just exploded. And the time was right. I thought it would explode. Like, I was like, yes, this is going to be awesome. But there, it took some people, especially corporate people, by su- surprise. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't think yeah, that, Suicide Squad the movie would not have happened. They didn't think that a, a female-driven story would uh, would take off. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you see that in in the in the corporate the guys who make the decisions for like the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they necessarily attend Comic Cons and see all. No, the, they have you know, no. It's see a completely all the, separate. Oh, yeah. you'll, you'll, see all the Harley. Cosplay. You're going to hear in the uh, in the uh, yeah. role playing segment that's coming up here. Yeah. Uh, what what we noticed about Harley Quinn. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I would go as far as to say the same thing with Deadpool. I don't mm-hmm. think that they were aware of the armies of Deadpool that were out yeah. there. And and then when they finally see that, then they go, okay, but... But you know? <laughs> wasn't it great, though, that you had a fan directing that movie? Yeah. I mean, how beautiful was Deadpool? I, it was just amazing. Yeah, I just mean... Just amazing. That, that's what every pop culture film needs to have a fan they need to have like that ultimate fan a james peter gunn. jackson with lord of the rings mm-hmm. um james but, gunn with guardians yes. james gunn with guardians is yes. an excellent example but he's also smart enough to know you gotta mainstream it to a point mm-hmm. you know he's you also gotta... hungry enough to work with the budget yeah exactly because he hadn't had that opportunity yet, james so. gunn is a perfect example yeah. of that all right well thank you chad don't seriously don't... any any time so no, you when, know, when you want to, you want to talk about your your indie comic, we want to hear all about it. When, yes. when I have something to show, yeah, awesome. Because I saw like the guys that do Atomic Robo, which is like my absolute favorite indie comic. Uh, they they made a ballsy decision this year. They they actually decided to make it all free. It's all online. Well, really, that's and the way kind of the, the model, right? It's the way of the future. Because the thing, it's like you said, we make money more money going to the shows right. than you do. Oh, and this is what most people don't know. If you self-publish, like say say you're going to take your comic to Image. Mm-hmm. If you don't sell 10,000 copies of your Image book, you're right. going backwards. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. Okay. So so all these Image comics that you love and they're the best and and you just can't live without them. If they're not selling, like go check their numbers, their diamond numbers every month. Mm-hmm. And if they're not selling 10,000 copies, those guys are doing it for free anyway. Right. Okay. And it's not all saga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's not all Walking Dead. It's not all saga. It's not mm-hmm. all Invincible, which I'm, devast- I'm still devastated that it's ending. That's, I know. That's an amazing title. It is, uh, and and it still is. amazing how few and people Ryan know about Otley it. And Ryan Otley is hands oh, down Otley is amazing. the most unappreciated guy in comics. I mean, except for people in comics, seem to love him. We've tried to appreciate <laughs> him. He won't. <laughs> well, come, he won't come on the show. Well, he's, <laughs> he's very. He is very shy. Yeah. yeah. Like, even when you're one on one with him, he talks like this we got like, him on the show hey. once you remember yeah, yeah. he was very and he was shy. like hi 
And yeah. that's it, right? Yeah, that, yeah. exactly. Well, the, the, most animated I've, the most animated I've seen him was the uh, 24-hour comic book day where he was yeah. doing trying to do an entire comic in and one he, day, and, and he, he was did, on fire. And he did it. Of course he did. And he published it. And he made money. Of course. It. Of course. So, so I was going to say about uh, about Atomic Robo, if you guys want to check out a, an actually family-friendly comic that, oh, really? that kids can read that you're not going to burn out on as an adult. It's a robot built by Nikolai Tesla who fights dinosaurs and Nazis and mummies. How do you lose? It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Atomic Robo. The illustration is so simple that it makes me mad because I know it's very difficult to do that. Yeah. And uh, they made the comic free. It's, it's online. That's great. And it's AtomicRobo.com. And how they're making their money is through Kickstarter. They they do you, a new issue or a new volume. You make money through Kickstarter. You make money through the Google ads. You make yeah. money through... Um, Patreon. You know, when you get yeah Patreon, when you get uh, enough fans, uh, you go to the conventions, you sell the graphic novels. Yep. Um, you know you can get a twenty, you know you can get a graphic novel this thick mm-hmm. printed for a dollar in China. Yep. And then you can come sell it for twenty five dollars a pop. You can get a hundred pretty good ratio. Hundred forty pages through Create Space yeah. for like two fifty. Yeah. Know, and. Yeah. How I uh, see now. I know you're on Twitter. Give your Twitter handle so people can follow. I, I think everything's Chad Harden. Just Chad Harden. Everything's Chad. Yeah. I'm so original with my <laughs> avatars. Follow him on Twitter. He's a he's a hoot. Uh, here now, sign that. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your five dollars? I, I had to. I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Lee. Yes. Uh, before we get back to the episode, you you have something that you want to succeed. I I need these to succeed. These little these little Star Trek Mega Block sets. Look at that. Uh, they're. Um, Megablocks got the license for Star Trek, and they put out 50th anniversary sets for classic Trek. Uh-huh. So they've got a, a, a Day of the Dove set. Um, they've got a... a, well, a sh- show him the McCoy. The City on the Edge of Forever yes. set with Dr. McCoy. Look at the likeness on McCoy. Um, that's, that's fantastic. Isn't that amazing? You're, you're not going to find... These figures are two inches tall, and they've got the same, pretty much the same articulation as a G.I. Joe yeah. figure, right? Yeah. And the, like, the Enterprise set looks... It's the Enterprise bridge. It looks fantastic. Now, see, I was telling Lee when he was showing me earlier, I said, now, I, I have been down on Mega Block because yeah. I didn't think they were doing a well, very good job with figure the, six years The Marvel ago. stuff was, yeah. was bad, but yeah. it looks like... Well, you said they got bought? They got bought out by Mattel like four years ago. And ah. This is one of those cases where I can say, was this it? was actually a good thing. Huh, Mattel. That's interesting. So yeah. it helped them. So, and... and the, they do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle license. Oh, those are nice. And they decided instead of just doing the movie versions or doing the new animated versions, they did some from the 87 yeah. cartoon. I saw those and in the store. Yeah. They're gorgeous. They're just beautiful and yeah. they're better articulated than the original Playmates figures were, so they're fun to play Not with. Not hard to do, but yeah. Not hard, yeah. <laughs> Not hard. But these, these figures, the Star Trek figures are only available online, so like Amazon or Big Bad Toy Store or whatever else. Uh, but you can get a set like I got a set that comes with uh, two Klingons, Scotty and Chekhov, and an engineering panel for fifteen bucks. Okay, wow. and it's it's fun. The city on the edge All of right. forever is two red shirts, Kirk McCoy, and the you know the the guardian of forever, fifteen bucks. Um, I want these to succeed very badly because I need DS nine sets. So, oh, yeah. oh 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 yeah, please defiant. Yeah. Oh, and they have <laughs> for for about two fifty. Two hundred and fifty dollars. You can get an Enterprise that's almost two feet long. There you go. It'll get take one for a Scott. Is it is it just the bridge or the ship? It's the whole ship. Oh Jesus! And it comes with uh, it comes with uh, Kirk and and Spock in their um, in their uh, special duty uniforms. Oh Jesus! Nice. So you know this, this hurts me. But these are so many toys. These are great sets. And if you're getting sticker shock, I'm actually really sad now that. You know, Star Wars is with uh, with Lego. I love the Lego sets, but yeah. I, I want Star you Wars love figures. To see you what want, you want articulation. I like want articulation. Yeah. They're they're actually marketing these as collector building sets because they know that kids aren't buying Star Trek sets. The yeah, no, are. these are yeah. yeah. This is for it's so, our generation. Yeah. yeah, I see yeah. these now, and after playing Destiny, I'm like, I want 
I want Mega Block sets for Overwatch. Yeah. If there's a video game out there I'm yeah. playing, I want sets. Mm. So yeah, I've bought my son like every Halo set. The Halo sets are yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. They're they're so neat, and they yeah. just did some for Destiny, uh, which made by the same, same people, people who made yeah. uh, Bungie. Halo. Bungie. Uh, fun game, addicting game, great sets. Mm. But seriously, go go to Amazon and and check these out because uh, if you're looking at them and going, oh, I'm not sure if they're cool. They're, they're cool. cool. They are. Yeah, because I've, I've only seen them online, and, and the, the, the Star Trek fan clubs keep sending them to me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. but it's Mega Block. No. Now that I've seen them, yeah. they're gorgeous. And the, the Klingons have this whole, the, the 1960s Klingons, they have this whole, yes, I am wearing a gold tank top thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> now, they explained that in Enterprise, which was actually pretty ingenious. It was, uh, it was Noonien Sung's yeah. fault. The, yeah. the, the, the grandfather of the creator of Data, uh-huh. he... he uh, Genetically, well, and also genetically Khan. de-engineered them, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. it's related. He, oh. he, yeah, he, yeah. Your 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 human looking Klingons were created by yeah created by a, a, an ancestor of the guy who created Data. I, I, I prefer Warp's answer in the trials. We and don't talk about these things. <laughs> we don't talk about it. It is well, not it, a pleasant <laughs> subject. And it's and it's interesting <laughs> because you get guys like Kor and Kang, who in the yeah. classic series. Exactly, and yeah. then later in DS Nine they show up and, and they got their they're suddenly they got the forehead. Yeah, so penicillin, uh, man. No, uh, I was, was, <laughs> was going to say plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> um, now before we get back they, to the episode, surgery. Before we get back to the episode, real quick, I want you to to go home tonight and raise a glass of dark liquor to uh, C. Martin Croker. Uh, you you probably don't know his name. But he is—he has given me great joy over many years, and probably you as well. So many years. He was the voice of Zorak and Moltar on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh. Also, the voice of Doctor Weird on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. At least it wasn't Brack. At least That's it wasn't Brack. <laughs> <laughs> but raise a glass of dark liquor to see Martin Croker uh, tonight when you see. And thank you for introducing me to Doctor Weird. And he had not seen Doctor Weird. I had to show him. My hand suddenly decided to eat my well, my ass suddenly decided to eat my hand. <laughs> um, that happens. But, uh, but yeah, pull out your pull out your space ghost coast to coast and watch a few. Uh, might I suggest Kentucky Nightmare, my favorite episode <laughs> with Willie Nelson um, <laughs> and Old Kentucky Shark. Yes, that shark has been there. I'm telling you, he's been there. <laughs> All right, sorry. Just I could sit and do lines from. Space Ghost. Those were good years for us. They were. Those were our years. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. Let's get back to our episode of 50 West. (laughs) Enjoy the most experimental role-playing game of all time. (laughs) It worked. I thought it worked. (laughs) worked. I I didn't think it would. I'll be honest with you. No dice. I was like, faith in Lee, faith in Lee. Boom, there it is. Yep. If you ever wanted to hear what 200 people turned into dice sound like, this is your Oh, we packed that place. That was nice. Yeah, we did. All right. It was sweaty. We'll get back to it. Please to enjoy. When creative professionals collaborate, the results can be pretty amazing. When you collaborate with creative professionals who are also instructors at Broadview Entertainment Arts University, you can do pretty amazing things too, like adding specialized skills to your natural talent so you can find your place in the creative industry. Experience this collaboration for yourself by visiting their Salt Lake campus. Schedule your tour today. Visit beau.broadviewuniversity.edu. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Kat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. 
With 17 years experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Kat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Kat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. Well, let's see what's happening with uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection this month. DC's Young Animal imprint explodes off the shelf this month with Doom Patrol. In the spirit of Grant Morrison's legendary run on the series, along with other classic incarnations of these characters, writers Gerard Way and artist Nick Darrington are going to put their unique stamp on the world's strangest heroes taking on the universe's strangest villains. The new modern Archie comic introduces Josie and the Pussycats, and it's about time. The series kicks off with Josie getting the band back together and having adventures on the path to musical stardom. Uh, Fan favorite Frank Cho is back with an all-new series from Boom Studios, Skyborn. The legend of King Arthur is alive and well in the modern day, and only one man, Skyborn, can stop the evil Merlin from destroying the world. They have a comprehensive hold or pull service for newcomers or old friends alike. Your hold service is free, gets you a 10% discount off purchases over $20, plus you get the monthly preview catalogs for free. Open seven days a week, you heathens. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volts or go to drvolts.com. Everyone, the last time we did this, the Ugh. episode was one of the more downloaded episodes. Uh, our friend Lee George Cade, who, and, and I, it's such fond memories for me, where we used to go to your house, and you would write role-playing games for us that were so fucked up. And they weren't and fucked up. You I were fucked it. up. I was, it was both. <laughs> Carrie played a drunk Jedi named Brando. Brando the Jedi, the failed Jedi. And uh, Jeff, Jeff Weiss played, yes. uh, played a guy named Dash O'Pepper. Dash O'Pepper. Who flew a mob X-Wing fighter called the Almond Roca. Yes. <laughs> but Lee would make these wonderful, fun oh. tabletop games for us, role-playing games for us. And we did it on the show some years ago. Huge downloads, and people have been begging for it again. And I thought, what could go wrong doing it in front of a live studio audience? (laughs) And strangely enough, everything went wrong. (laughs) All right. The last one was live. That was at uh, Brewies. Yeah. Yeah. And everything uh, everything worked there. So I was going to wander around, but I think actually I'm going to sit because there's vodka in my legs. But. But the characters aren't the same. No. Oh, no. 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 Okay. Here's, here's where things get really weird. I made this game up, and then I made it up again, and then I made it up again, and then I made it up again, and then this morning I realized I forgot to upload it to the cloud. So we're just going to freeform this shit. <laughs> so you heard about freestyle rap. This freestyle role play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, and the rules are really simple. These guys... They're playing themselves. So we're not uh, elves. Except for Tony, because he's playing a dwarf. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a quick question. I'm not the ear. Damn, I'm not the internet. So we're role playing, and I'm playing myself? Yeah. So that 
so do I die first? <laughs> you know what, Jay? I'm glad you said it because I almost said no, it. No, this, this is a progressive modern role-playing game. Oh, it's, that's oh, not so one of your, well, not one of your 80s role-playing games. Oh, okay, so that means I die second, but hilariously. Well, you, now, you say 80s. It's not Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying Tony will make it last. All right. Because he's yeah. a pretty lady. How do we start? How do we? Start? Uh, no, Tony. Uh, Tony, you will. You will. You do want to play a dwarf version of you, right? Sure. Like a like a fantasy dwarf. Yeah. So Tony will be uh, played by Gimli from Lord of the Rings. And my axe. Yeah, but other than that, everybody else is playing exactly themselves. Okay. So here. we're gonna use the power of imagination, and here's the biggest problem: I forgot my fucking dice. Yo, but here's where it gets great. You're the dice. Okay. Their success or failure depends on you. you. And you'll know the gesture that determines whether or not you need to make up your mind. You bitches. All right. So, here we go. You're oh, by s- the way, the character of Lee George Cade uh, is not present during this encounter. Well, you're God. I am God. <laughs> and now you know my power. Hey. Oh. Okay. I figured it out. He's Lesus. Um, so, guys, think back. Think back. Use the power of your imagination. All right. And remember, seven hours ago, <laughs> at the green room at Salt Lake Comic Con. Okay. Don't even fucking start. There you are, standing around the chip bowl. You've got those tiny little paper trays full of chips, those little ramekins full of salsa, that big window looking over the sales floor, and you get a text from James. Okay. Oh shit! Famke Janssen just bit Brian Young's ear off. Oh my god, she's gone zombie. They're running around the audience. They're eating everyone in a big hole. It's terrible. It's a catastrophe. What are you guys gonna do? Uh, do we? You're in the green room. Uh, a zombie we, outbreak just broke out. Do we take turns? What? You can take turns. Now, do I have my axe? Of course not. You said I'm Gimli. They don't allow real weapons at Comic-Con. Oh, uh, can I, can I? That's true. <laughs> Useless. Can I, can I make his suggestions? Yeah. I think we need to barricade the door, right? I don't know. There might be well, a do, sweater do, vest barricade. Do oh, no. There's not a sweater vest to be seen. Do we want to barricade or try to <laughs> you, escape? You want to fucking try? Well, well you're right. <laughs> you'll have to save that for That's later. That's true. Okay, let's not barricade the door because... Let's try to escape. Because we'll be stuck in there if yeah. we oh, barricade wait. the door. So wait, there's another message from James. Oh, oh shit. shit. He James? says, come to the window. Because you know the big window overlooking yeah, it? Yeah. He's down on the sales floor, furiously waving weapons around. Well, I don't want to jump onto that. Well, of course not. You'd die, dummy. Yeah. But seriously, somewhere alive. between the green room and the sales floor, you could get to James and he has weaponry for you. We need that to go. guy is always good in a pinch. We need to go to James. <laughs> well, yeah, let's go to James because, yeah. because the breakout is just currently in the grand ballroom, right? As far as you not know. Not the grand ballroom, the green I, room. Oh, in the... No, no, you're no, in, the, we're in the green room. We're we in got, the green room, right? Yeah, we're, the ballroom. Yeah. The so that's where we're away. We can, all out. We ah, can make it to shit. James. We're gonna die. Listen to okay. us. Um, so I, let's let's swipe our our wristbands 
across Bleep. the electronic doohickeys. Oh shit! And go Yo, down oh, sh- wait, to James. Time out. Time out. How do we get time down out. to James? Time time well, can we just kick the window out and guys, guys, no, just down the escalator. This this is not this is not some fairy realm. This is a place you were just fucking at. You remember how to get down to the sales floor <laughs> yeah, from the green let's room? Just, let's just run down to the <laughs> let's sales take floor. the escalator yeah. down to the ah, sales floor. That's easy. All right. All right. Do I have to roll? That's what we're something? doing. No. So you open the door from the green room and okay. right from the green room to the escalator. There's like 15 zombie Deadpools just shambling straight at you. Mm. Oh my God! They got the most prevalent cosplayer there is. Mm. What hope do you have? Um, well, none. Well, I'm just going to go back in the green room. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> Eat some more chocolate do we, raisins. Do we know that they're real zombie Deadpools, or are they the local zombie Deadpool club? Ooh. Oh, that's a good point. Well, Carrie, why don't you make a roll to see if your perception pans out? Oh, shit. And Carrie, roll. this is how you do it. Is that how I do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and these guys are the dice? Yes, they are. So I should aim that way? Aim that way. All right, I'll make a roll. (laughs) All right, dice, here's your part. Did he succeed? Did he fail? Oh, you succeeded, Carrie. I succeeded. So the shambling Deadpools... Eh, they're just cosplaying. It's just the oh, club. They're Whoa. fucking around. Excellent. Oh, thank God. Okay, so let's head down to the sales floor. To the sales floor. Where oh, so James you're is. getting to the escalator? Yep. Yeah. Oh, That's... shit. There's a whole bunch of shambling Harlequins climbing up the escalator. Oh. Shambling? Shambling. What the hell? They're all going, Mr. J, Mr. J. <laughs> are they wearing the booty shorts? Or are they wearing like the just oh, yes. what, what Every kind? flavor of Harlequin. Oh, cool. There's animated Harlequin. There's Arkham Look. City Harlequin. There's new movie Harlequin. I got us I, past the Deadpools. You guys decide. I, I would say we all ask the booty the, shorts. No, I, I say we ask them to pose for a picture and we can go right past them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're going to do a bluff check. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're gonna have to roll some dice. Roll it. Okay. R- roll it. No, no, that way. No, that. Not that way. <laughs> All right. Does this bluff succeed, or does it fail? Oh. Oh, oh you, shit, Jimmy! They're really zombies. You, you guys are dicks. You jerks. <laughs> those Your dice, dice are shitty. Those dice are dicks, man. <laughs> All right, okay. Jimmy. So you're you're the first going down the escalator, and the Harleys. Oh. You realize as you're looking at them that their eyes are sunken in and dead. They're 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 just drooling. There's like viscous mucus yeah. dripping from their nostrils. So they're like your average Doctor Who cosplayer. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> what? That's Whoa. rude. So wait, oh. so, so I'm, I'm coming down the escalator. Yeah. Are people behind me? Uh, just these guys. Okay, so what I'm going to do is hop over the other side uh-huh. and start going back up and say, fuck All right, this. so Jimmy, you're going to have to make an agility check. <laughs> Roll some dice. Ah, Roll some nice, dice. Jimmy. Roll some oh, dice. I'm sorry, he needs a 16 or better, you guys, because he's drunk. Come on! Yeah. Does he succeed? Or does he fall in between the escalators? I made it. I made it. Fuck that. I made it. I'm going back up to that. I'm, I'm going back to that green I'm room with that sweater vest. The rest of you guys, what are you going to do? The Harley, Jimmy just hightailed it back up. <laughs> Jimmy made it? Uh, well, barely. He yeah. tripped. He well, actually out. left his shoe in between the escalators. You can have it. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to push Tony in front of me. Oh. oh. Never no toss a dwarf. Me. 
never yeah. toss also, a dwarf. I am getting behind Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> also, right, so also, I'm calling the police and say these white people are crazy. <laughs> beep, Do I, beep. The number you're trying to reach has been disconnected. Oh, oh no! You can't call the police? Oh, no. I can't call the police? There's no popo. <laughs> There's no popo. All right, so, so you're in front now because uh, yeah. Carrie decided to use you as a dwarven meat shield. Well... <laughs> I'm going to fight the zombies. With your bare hands? Bare hands. Well, Way to gilly, go. man. All right. So, Tony, the first Harlequin, she comes up. She's, you know, kind of like an Arkham City Harlequin, so kind of more of a bondage S&M Harley. She comes walking up. She's like, ah! And, and what do you do? I'm going to kick her in the head. All right. <laughs> Tony is going to kick her in the head. We're going to do a combat check now. He needs a 12 or better because she's kind of slow. Does he succeed? <laughs> or does he fail? Tony, you kick her head clean off. It's spinning around. She's screaming. I fucking hate you, Gimli. Hey, hey, yo, I just want everybody to know y'all just cheered for domestic violence. It's not domestic violence when they're already dead. I'm not married to her. (laughs) Okay, so the headless Harlequin in front, she falls backwards. It starts a domino effect of zombies just falling over. The bottom one gets stuck in between the escalator and her skin's being slowly ripped off of her body. Oh, it's like, Mr. Jay! <laughs> Clearly, I made an excellent decision throwing, <laughs> throwing Tony. All right, what are you guys going to do? Okay, I'm, so they're all that. We got to get to James. Yeah. I'm He's, still, okay, so we, so we run through the door. Okay, you run through the door into the sales floor. Into the sales floor. And James, James is standing there. He's, he's waving weapons around. Wait, like, you guys, I didn't run. Oh, okay. Well, you were. Uh, Shannon, you, you uh, gently amble your way into the sales <laughs> floor. Sure. Nah, I, All right, but, here are the weapons. Okay. Excitable James has procured for you. All right. Is it the body of Christ? <laughs> if it was, it would compel you. But no. Jay, you get the brony helmet of yiffing. Nigga, what the fuck is that? It's a unicorn helmet. A unicorn helmet. It's soft, it's furry, has a luxurious purple mane, starry eyes. Oh, my dick. And a big horn. Yeah, that's my dick. All right. Jimmy, you get a weaponized Funko Pop. Yay! It's a Funko Pop of Dean Winchester with a knife shoved through its head, wrapped up in a rope. He ran away. Oh, you ran away. Never mind. You don't get the shit. I'm just kicking in the green room with the fat fuck. Thank you for keeping track. He's not there. Put that through your head. So where is Jimmy? I want. Uh, bullshit. Uh, He's always there. <laughs> something is amiss in the green room. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Me? Shannon, you get Hulk hands. Hulk hands. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, and they've got fresh batteries. Ooh. Shut batteries. Up. Well, yeah. Cause, so they're making noise. <laughs> That's the best part of the Hulk hands. Yes. Ah, uh, hi. Tony, you get inexplicably real swords. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. there's always that douchebag on the sales floor that has real swords. I know, right? That's what I'm talking about. And Carrie, you get a fine pair of Nerf swords. Nerf swords? Well, James was worried about your safety. Oh. You're, you're fucked. He knows me too well. All right, as you guys are standing there, Jimmy, are you going to stay up there? In the, I mean, you've got a great view. These guys just got some really are choice watching? weapons. I'm just watching going, like, wow, you guys are fucked. <laughs> I'm going to have some potato Jimmy, chips and some raisins covered in chocolate. Jimmy. Break the window. Trust me. Should I break the window? Break the window. I'll break the window. You're gonna Throw grab a chair. chair. Throw a all right. Chair now, the Jimmy, window. Jimmy, Jimmy's character, not in real life, has been drinking all day at Comic Con. Yay! 
So, so it's Jimmy's going Jimmy's gonna have to do a strength check to break the window. So go ahead and roll your dice. Jesus. Not this one. Does he break the window? Does the chair bounce back and hit him what in the head? What the fuck? Those were. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. I just might be sitting in the green room. <laughs> just Jimmy, legs the last up. the last thing you see before everything goes black is a chair flying back towards. <laughs> I'm okay with that. All right, you guys are in the sales floor. James is like, oh, I got to go check on Lex. And he just disappears. He sprints away like a majestic unicorn. He does He's, that. I know. It's amazing. He's. Well, but then I'm like, did you guys see what happened to fucking Jimmy? <laughs> well, actually, you guys hear this loud clunk. And you look up and Jimmy just falls <laughs> and backwards. And we saw that. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. You're like, wow. Oh. Sorry. Comic-Con. I'm, I'm like, a... worst Comic-Con ever. <laughs> I hope he's. I don't know. I'm feeling I hope, pretty I hope he wakes it. up for his interview with Amel. <laughs> <laughs> you start to hear this rumbling sound. The ground starts to shake. There's little cracks and fissures all over the sales floor. All right. Flames start to erupt. And this creature that looks like a skinned baboon, but it's all backwards. It's got blood firing from its fissures. It has a sash around its shoulders. It says, Miss Vegas, 2016. Oh, no. Oh, it no. looks up and goes, Bartson! Oh, shit. Are you kidding me? The living embodiment of Las Vegas? The spirit of Vegas has come for you. Bartson! I don't give a shit. I'm going there on the 23rd. I will stand before that thing. It does not scare me at all. I don't care what you're doing on the 23rd. What the fuck are you doing right now? I will stand before it and I will challenge it and say, get the fuck out of here. We're trying to have a Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Literally, this skinned baboon that's just skittering around backwards. It's, it's heads on wrong. I it's, mean, you guys have to remember that the spirit of Las Vegas has tried to kill Shannon many times. What? Right. And that's where I step in. I what? step in as a triumphant hero to counter Vegas 2016 with my comrades, Spring Break 2009. So let me get this straight. You were going to summon reach deep down into your soul and summon the power of Lake Havasu 2009. Yeah, yeah. We actually... Bruce. Bruce Dern. Bruce and Dern, we're yeah. going to summon them in their mystical powers. Oh, my God. There's a thunderclap. This mighty sound. The floor shakes. Two fat dudes in inflatable T-Rex suits come running out of nowhere. What? Pick the spirit of Las Vegas up under its armpits and run out the door. It's the weirdest fucking thing. <laughs> Plus 200 experience points, Jay. Good job. Oh, Jay. As the doors are swinging shut, you hear this last sound. I'll get you yet. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be, sure, dude, when I'm there uh, watching Hollow Notes on the 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> it's really happening. I'm seeing Hollow Notes in Vegas on the 23rd. Good luck validating your parking. <laughs> Asshole. I know they only wrote his. <laughs> oh All right, God. guys. Jimmy's in trouble. You can tell. 
There's something. No, I'm safe in the green. Well, no, no I'm not. No, you're no, not. I, you're I know un- it's in there. You're unconscious in the green room. You're <laughs> not okay at all, Jimmy. As a matter of fact, you guys have this really terrible feeling. You're going to have to go save him. Something's really gone wrong. You can feel coldness emanating from the kind of broken window. What are you going to do? I'm scared, yo. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. We just vanquished the spirit of Las Vegas. No, it's waiting. <laughs> you just postponed, no, man. I went up, away. It, it was gone. I, so, I'm feeling pretty confident. Oh, what do you, you can't think? kill him. I've tried. Hey, hey. Did you say that the window is kind of broken? If there's a slight crack. It's like Jimmy gave it its all, but at the last second, his drunk muscles gave it. I got, <laughs> hey, I, got a, I got a legitimate question. Okay. Because okay. this regards my husband and his safety. Yeah. Hey, what's his life insurance policy look like? <laughs> well, um, if this is not actually the end times, you could turn out pretty well. I'm trying to get paid. <laughs> I'm just saying, with the 100000 you get from that, you could pay off most of your debts in six or seven months repair your credit. <laughs> I that appreciate that. That's kind of something he would like. I know. Yeah. Guys, let's get back to this stupid game. <laughs> yeah, All right, so Jimmy's in peril, you guys. Oh. What are you going to do? I mean, I, he's your friend. He's been, he's been your comrade for years. Now. I have two swords, right? You have two inexplicably real swords. I'm going to throw one sword through the window. Oh. And I'm also going to throw the uh, Funko Pop through the window to Jimmy. The one that we were going to give him? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's J- the weaponized Funko Pop. Jay, what? Um, I'm going to easily... First of all, I'm going to send two golden eagles, male and female, <laughs> to distract him with their mating ritual. Wait, to distract me? As they fuck at 238 miles per hour. How, how is this helping Jimmy? Because he's going to be able to escape. On the backs of fucking eagles. Exactly. Sure. Did you say escape? Motherfucker, don't judge me. <laughs> All right. Well, um, um, also, I'm just going to sit down and see how I can help. <laughs> and Carrie? Uh, uh, I've got foam swords? Yes. I'm pretty useless. I'm not going to do anything. Okay. Bone swords. You, you guys go- are just going to stay on the, con- on the sales floor? Well, he's throwing swords. I want to see what happens. <laughs> All right, so um, I was going to say you should go buy a, a, a print at, at Kat's booth. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Kat's a, sm- a smart woman. First sign of zombie apocalypse, she packed up and I'm fucking out. out. She was gone. <laughs> She's like, fuck this noise. I'm out of here. No, I'm going to go, get, I'm gonna go shit, get a salad. If this shit happened, Cat uh, Martin was like, I kicked like nine zombies' heads off. <laughs> well, that explains, how, that explains how so many people got out before the full out play. That's right. She saved them all. Yeah. Okay, what happened? All right, so uh, we're going to have to do a, a dexterity check for Tony to see if he actually gets that sword in through the window. This so, motherfucker uh, ain't dexterable. All right, does he get the sword in the window? <laughs> does it deflect harmlessly off the window? Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh. So you broke the window with one yeah. of your inexplicably real swords. Excellent. Well, Excellent. now he has to make another dexterity check to see if he throws the weaponized Funko Pop. Okay, just so you know... Just so you know, it's a Baymax, right? It's, it's a Funko Pop of Baymax. But again, somebody shoved a knife through its head, and there's a rope wrapped around it, so you could swing it like this. That's probably the most dangerous weapon. I know! I like that. Can you imagine? It's a big one. It right. is not the San Diego exclusive. It is the Barnes & Noble exclusive. Oh, well, okay. So, and, and the prices were ridiculous, so it's actually good. 
that somebody vandalized it. So, again, a dexterity check for Tony. Does he get the weaponized Funko Pop through the window? Does he accidentally drop it on Carrie's head? Damn. What happened? They I was kind just of turned against man. you there, bud. I'm sorry, Carrie. I was just sitting here. I know. That's But you know, it's it's fate. Fate's so is fickle. Carrie dead now? Well no, he might take some damage. Oh. He might he might do I have maybe to do a, a damage roll? I'm just uh, glad yeah, I'm still well, alive. You're gonna have to take a saving throw against damage. A saving so, throw yeah, against you're gonna it's a save. Okay, so I do um, that but now. I mean it is it is a weaponized Funko Pop, the most dangerous weapon in the game. So, so I gotta what? Like uh, so uh, yeah, you gotta make a saving throw uh, twelve or better. So twelve or better? You go ahead and roll. That's pretty reasonable, you guys. And it's on a twenty six on a twenty six sided right, die. Here we go. <laughs> Let me Yeah. Does he make the save? I am just imagining somebody sitting in a fucking cubicle on this Monday. <laughs> All right. And so, like, uh, what Jerry, the fuck is going on? You, you live on to fight another day. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. Thank now, you. here's, here's the worst thank part. You guys. Jay actually succeeded in summoning two, uh, two eagles. What? And they what? carried him away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he pulled a Gandalf? Last thing you hear as he's flying out is. Here's, here's the here's the thing you need to know about Jay. His affinity for birds also equates to the size of his bladder. <laughs> Very small. Which bird. is also how we measure his attention span. That's true. <laughs> all right. What are you gonna bladder. do, Shannon? You just watch this how it all plays out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just still checking out. All right, <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. You come to in the green room. There's a weaponized Funko Pop lying conveniently nearby. Yeah, I thought that fell and hit Carrie. Oh, it hit Carrie in the head. My sword's there, though. Oh, you do? There's a sword, an inexplicably real sword. You got one of my swords now. Right next to you. You're welcome. It looks an awful lot like Leonardo's sword from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, a katana. Yeah, it's even got a little blue braid on it because, you know, they think people are stupid. Hmm. They need to know who it belongs to. Yeah. So, it's like the room's cold. Yeah, it always is. Super cold. And you... And you look around in the room. It's covered. It's not your game. You want a DM? Step up. Oh. Go home. Com- no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I just think about that time. It's Willa Gaming Con where I stabbed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you look around, Jimmy. Yeah. The room's not the same. It never is. It's covered in stringy, gooey, tattered sweater fragments. They're, no. what? they're dripping. What? They're dripping ectoplasm. Yeah. And this voice says, Jimmy, you are a thickly screwed. <laughs> <laughs> a thickly. Oh, something's seriously going on in the green room. Jimmy, what are you going to do? Stab that fucker in the heart. Well, you can't see him. He's got the power of darkness. I will him. swing every fucking direction I can. <laughs> All right. To take out that swinging, fat fuck piece of shit. Wildly. All right, uh, guys, Jimmy is swinging wildly, so he's going to take a minus three to his attack. But, but does, does he succeed in destroying his nemesis? You guys, for fuck's sake, we got to fail sometime. Come on. Oh, Jimmy's, Jimmy's, uh, Shut up! Right. Jimmy got knocked out by a chair. 
He failed. I got knocked out by his stool. Jimmy. Yeah. I'm drunk. Darkness has been vanquished. Yay! It has been vanquished. You notice things start to clear up. The Harley Quinn's on the escalator, except for the one on the bottom that had all of her skin ripped off. Yeah. She's just slowly spinning around in circles. I kind of like Mr. J! <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm Mr. J. But then her small intestine gets stuck, and she just slowly unravels like oh. a ball of yarn. Oh, I hate that. It's so gross, guys. Who would think of this shit? Yeah. yeah. The, lights, the lights start to brighten. A little happiness starts to... You're, you're warm now. You're happy. You're realizing, where the fuck's Jay? Uh-oh. Oh. That's right. Well, the Eagles took him away. I'm just That's chilling. right. I'm just chilling this shit, you know. So, gentlemen, now that you saved Comic-Con, <laughs> you have to save the princess, Jay Whitaker. What? Oh. I thought that's my way of saying to be continued. Oh. No! Because I'm going to say, I'm still sitting there in the fucking bleachers going, this is the weirdest fucking Comic-Con I've ever been to. Ladies and gentlemen, I may not be right here, but I think this was the first completely interactive, no dice role-playing game ever played. Yes! Like... And, and, and you are the best dice I've ever had. And I just, and I just want to say, like, for real, from the bottom of my heart and the top of my penis, like, I listened to Beyonce this morning, and it's, I feel, I feel good to be a princess right now. <laughs> I just want, I just want a good, I just want a good independent man to save me. Lemonade. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks, seriously. You guys are amazing. As long as y'all want this, we'll keep making it. <laughs> and this is honestly one of the weirdest and stupidest episodes we ever did. This I think. Did awesome. you guys have a good time? You okay? Yeah, uh, I did too. God bless you. Hang here's, on. Here's today's adventure. There it is. It's got flowers on it. And, and uh, before we turn it over to Mr. B... To Jack. Mr. B. To Jack. Jack Moreham. That's all, folks. <laughs>